0: lovely welcome to the healing together podcast where you will get your weekly dose of warm conversation and high vibrations i'm so excited for you to listen to this episode but before we get started please be sure to follow us on instagram at healing together podcast and be sure to follow yours truly at patience tamara now that we are connected and comfortable let's begin hey family in today's episode i am chatting with a beautiful and radiant soul jasmine Medipolsa, also known as loved nymph on instagram jasmine is a spiritual leader who guides girls and young women into their inner power and divinity she is a multifaceted creative intuitive channel and an extremely bright and radiant soul. You will love her bubbly free spirit and hopefully it will inspire you to dive deeper into your own spiritual practice and find your highest joy. I hope you enjoy. Okay so I am so excited to have you here. First of all we've been Instagram friends for what like?
1: A hot minute. I don't know. It's been
0: a minute, a little minute, and you were literally one of the first people that I thought of for the podcast interviews because you're just so supportive and loving, and the energy that you exude is just so genuine. And I feel like that's really hard to find on Instagram, and I can feel it through every message, every post, everything. So before I. Dive, dive deep. Um, Please introduce yourself to the Healing Together community, you know, introduce who you are and um, your work a
1: little bit. Gotcha. First off, I'm just so honored. Thank you so, so much. It means the world to me that my energy comes off in such an authentic way. All that I am, all that I aspire to do is give off love and support and just gratitude for everything that I have and everything that I am. (laughs) So I am Jasmine. Hello, hello. (laughs) I am a multifaceted creative. So I do art. I do jewelry. I paint. I make music. I do it all. (laughs) I am an intuitive channel. So I also do readings through tarot, through energy, receiving vision. And I also am an entrepreneur just with all that I do. Finding a way to support myself through that is very, very powerful, very, very just encouraging, incredible, but very powerful for me. And I am based, everything that I do it comes through love, based in love and gratitude and abundance. And sharing that message is really my mission to help other girls and young women find this power within themselves and recognize they don't have to go the traditional route in life. They can do all of their hearts aspire to and all their hearts desire without shame and learning to let go of that shame and work through that hurt.
0: Your work truly exudes everything that you just said, truly, truly, truly. And I'm just, I'm so curious, like how did this all start for you? Did you
1: have anyone in your corner to kind of help and assist you throughout the Mm -hmm. process? Um, My journey really started about four years ago almost and when I first explored and first found spirituality and I, Mm -hmm. a whole new world was opened up for me that allowed me to really tap into my own sense of self and sense of power and really reclaim my identity because I had spent so long on, on autopilot trying to fit in trying to find my people and I just Like I lost myself in that. And so spirituality gave me the tools, gave me the awareness to really reclaim myself, reclaim my heart and figure out who I was and give me the freedom to express all of that. So through that over these past four years I really developed my own foundation based in love and gratitude like I've mentioned and now I'm able to like it is my mission to help other girls do the same because I know it's just for me being so young I know that this is kind of like rare but like me being pretty much self-sufficient now I just moved to Hawaii by myself and I'm doing it all. Oh my god I can't wait to discuss that with you. (laughs) (laughs) It's, It's really really beautiful and really really abundant and Thanks to just the beliefs that I've been able to develop on my own, I've been really able to create a life for myself and a reality that I feel happy to exist within. Talk to me
0: about how Hawaii came to be. We'll we'll jump back into (laughs) your spiritual story, but I'm so curious to hear about how this all came
1: to be for you. So the story is kind of funny, actually. Um, (laughs) I spent three months in Spain last year. I I graduated a year early from high school and then took a gap year and spent three months in Spain to learn Spanish and really just like kind of reconnect in that way, because my family is Latina or Latino, being Panamanian, and so I wanted to learn Spanish, but just some of the countries in Latin America aren't super safe to live in, so I wanted to learn it in Spain. So I spent three months in Spain and absolutely fell in love with it, and was planning on moving back in March and April. And then the whole world exploded, so I wasn't able to go back. Mm-hmm. And so with that, I, like I, re- I recognized that my desire to go back was also based in fear. I thought the community that I found there, I was, I in my subconsciously, I believe that I wouldn't be able to find that anywhere else because I had never found community before, and so I wanted to go somewhere where it was safe rather than a place that really suited me. Because even though I really, I really loved Spain, it's not, it's not home to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I really it's in my blood to live somewhere tropical somewhere warm and it does get colder there and it's just not my vibe fully really. <laughs> so yeah I really had to navigate that and, and really sit with myself and figure out where I wanted to go and uh, so then I thought about Costa Rica and I thought about Dominican mm-hmm. Republic or even Panama but they weren't open to Americans at the time. So I was like, oh, maybe Hawaii, whatever. And I have been journaling. I've been journaling and scripting so much about wanting to move somewhere October 1st. Like I wanna move somewhere, I don't know where, I don't know how, but I wanna move somewhere. And I was invited to this like sleepover hangout thing by a girl I hadn't talked to in months. And as soon as I walk in, my friend and another girl are talking about moving to Hawaii October 1st. And I was like, are you kidding? I've been trying to move somewhere October 1st. And I was just looking at apartments in Hawaii last night. Are you serious? And so the girl, I didn't know her, ne- yeah, her name was Camilla. And she was like, oh my goodness, you should totally come. And I thought she was just being polite, you know, like, yeah, whatever. I'm just a stranger. But a few days later, she reached out and was like, hey, are you still interested? And the friend that invited me decided she didn't want to go. So there was an open spot now. And three days, a few days later, I was in a group chat buying plane tickets with two other girls, four of us total that I didn't even know, um, booking our Airbnb. And here I am.
0: <laughs> Did fear ever like pop up as you were like, booking the plane ticket in the group chat, like I would have been like, what? am I doing? Is this yeah. <laughs> real life? Am I really doing this? Like, how, Did you have that moment or were you just
1: like, I'm, I'm doing it, I don't care. A thousand percent, yes. Because for me, with my practice, I tend to like, I'm very like reflective, I'm very meditative. And so I like to have, take my time. My my family's always made fun of me that I like to do things on my own terms always. And so I was kind of pressured to like, okay, we're buying the plane tickets tonight, Jasmine, Like, are you, are you in? Because they, they keep raising, so are you, are you ready? Are you ready? And I was like, I don't know yet. Um, I feel like I should wait for another opportunity, there's not time to wait for another opportunity should I go should I go and the energy that I was feeling in the air was just like just take the leap of faith take the leap you're going to be okay this opportunity is here it's perfect the the other three girls that I'm with are all vegetarian vegan spiritually based as well like and it would be in Hawaii and I've been trying to move and just take the leap of faith stop trying to wait until everything is perfect and go for it like I even have chills just thinking about it right now just take the leap of faith. Mm -hmm.
0: A message that somebody needs to hear right now. I took my leap of faith two months ago and I'm still steadily taking leaps of faith every single mm-hmm. day. I wake up and I'm just like, whoa, I can't believe that I'm here right now. But we're doing it.
1: We're doing it.
0: We are doing it. Yeah. We are here. We are abundant and it is beautiful
1: mm-hmm.
0: and amazing. Um, thank you for sharing that. That is so beautiful. I hope that resonates with someone. Um, so now back to your spiritual journey. So you mentioned that you just felt very disconnected is the word Mm -hmm. I'm going to use use disconnected from sort of just your surroundings and and the people that you were hanging out with and everything. So what did your first step out of that disconnection look like?
1: So I even just growing up, I felt very ostracized from my community in all ways. Just me being mixed and being in Georgia, there was very, there was two like racial groups. It was just like the black kids and then the white kids and me being mixed, I didn't fit in anywhere and I didn't act the right way. I didn't talk the right way. And so I was always just floating somewhere in the middle Um, And so I always just felt very ostracized and I didn't have like I had acquaintances in school, but I didn't have a lot of close friends, really. And so for me, finding spirituality gave me the community through online, just meeting people online and making a connection and foundation there through internet friends gave me this community that I had never experienced before and gave me this interest that didn't go with the flow. I was no longer on autopilot trying to fit in, doing things that didn't really resonate with me, but I was really exploring something that lit me up in a way that I had never been lit up before. And so with that, over the past four years, I've I've been able to really integrate this into my life. And it's not it's no longer just a hobby, but really a lifestyle and how I move through life, how I move through each day with the awareness and the intention to be all that I am, and really tap into that.
0: So, what are some of your spiritual practices that you've been diving into lately?
1: So, lately, really, what's been really powerful and really potent for me has been having a like a steady morning routine, just getting myself ready for each day, tapping into my energy and saying, okay this is who I am today, I'm going to carry that in all that I am, and I'm going to move through the day with intention, so this comes with meditation in the morning, asking my body, asking my guides, what do I need today, and usually a word comes, so today it was love, moving through the day with love, and awareness, and gratitude, that was yesterday, my word was alignment, I believe, just being conscious of myself, so I ask myself for a word, I then, I have written out a script in my journal, like who am I, who is Jasmine, who is like, what do I want to become? Who do I want to embody? And every morning I read through that and just remind myself of all that I'm looking to aspire to be. I also script all of my affirmations like I am abundant, I am prosperous, I am wealthy, I am divine, I am my ancestors, all of these things. I read through them because your brain is super sensitive right when you wake up. And it's important for me to attention into myself rather than the external input, the external chatter of the world of of social media. And I notice a significant difference when I go straight on my phone when I wake up versus when I give myself even just five minutes to meditate and really connect with myself right when I wake up. There's a huge difference in how I move through the day with my productivity and my efficiency, huge. After I meditate for a bit, I go into EFT tapping. Are you familiar with EFT tapping? No, please. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I found EFT tapping, I want to say about four or five months ago. It is so powerful. Technically I found it at the beginning of this year and I only did it once or twice and I didn't really it didn't really stick, but it's like I did one EFT tapping session and I'll explain what it is. And I got a job the next day. Like I did it for money and I got like a job right on the spot the next day. It was a really interesting situation. And so essentially wow. EFT stands for emotional freedom free emotional freedom technique. And it is the process of tapping on certain parts of your body called meridians, like right here, like all just across your body. And essentially, we store trauma, we store hurts in our bodies. And tapping on these certain parts, these meridians, releases that trauma. It shifts the energy in our body so that we can release them on a subconscious level and so because we hold these things on a subconscious level and we don't recognize the beliefs and the narratives that we continue to act from and so connecting with them you as you tap you recite certain scripts or you follow along with an eft tapper person and they give you like these scripts these affirmations and say like even though i have felt this way in the past i deeply and completely love and accept and forgive myself and I, this this was so powerful for me for shifting money beliefs, for one. I didn't recognize how much of a burden I felt in so many ways mm-hmm. in that, in and that, in that, in how that was playing out into my business, how that was playing out into money and the way that I just moved through the world. And so EFT gave me the ability to really tap in on a subconscious level and shift those beliefs and create a new foundation for myself.
0: I love that. Okay, everyone. I hope you guys hear that EFT. <laughs> tapping everyone get a notepad (laughs) make sure you are writing this down that's absolutely beautiful because we all have the power to manifest what Mm -hmm. it is that we desire the power is within you always and forever and it's so important to remember that drill it into your head every single day I have a question for you about your morning routine you mentioned that you write, you, you wrote down, and I'd be interested to know how long ago this was. You wrote down, who am I? And you mm-hmm. wrote down everything that you, that you want to embody. How long ago did you write
1: that script? So I tend to write scripts in my journal at least like at least once a week and I create new scripts or like just when I feel called sometimes it's even daily but the one that I'm currently using I have just been flipping through the old ones I've been writing so like as of two weeks ago and I'm saying like all these are my affirmations or I have a journal entry titled the rules of my new reality and it says like love and pieces are love and peace are the strongest manifesting forces and I say like this is my reality this is who I am and Just recently as well, I went through and I journaled and I said, okay, who am I? What does my business look like? Uh, What do I wear? What do I eat? What is future Jasmine? What, What do I do in all of these situations? And I really allow myself to visualize every morning, like, okay, who is the, who is my ideal self? What is my ideal self? What can I do today to embody that, to move a step closer to that? Because I know I find with myself, I have these huge aspirations, these huge dreams. And I, because they're so big, I forget to do things on a daily basis to work towards them. It's not, I I constantly see it out so far into the future, but I can be doing things right now to anchor this into the present.
0: That is a whole Sermon right there because I am I am actually the same exact way. I have all of these big goals and affirm and aspirations. And it's easy for me to visualize not the end goal, but the where I want to be. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: oftentimes in that visualization and in that desire, I forget the small steps that it Mm -hmm. takes to get to that point. And I think that a lot of us probably do that. We see this big goal, this big picture, and it's like, okay. I feel like I have to go full speed ahead to reach that goal. And it's like, no, you know, baby steps will still get yeah. you there in the mm-hmm. divine timing versus you trying to spend all of your energy and resources and mm-hmm. exhaust yourself out trying to get to this place that you're not ready for.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. When we, I believe that every desire we have in our heart comes at the right time, but that doesn't mean that we're ready to fully step into it. We're just ready to start working towards it. and I. I'm a victim of that I get lost in that often and like I have ideas and I have a lot of creativity and as soon as I think of something I'm going to do it right then right then and there but that means I have a lot of unfinished projects along the way or a lot of like loose ends that I have to tie up and that makes things a lot messier for me in the future or a lot more difficult a lot harder to navigate because I have so many projects going on and not one that I'm focusing on. Mm -hmm. Yeah
0: that's definitely me too. (laughs) That was absolutely me too I I was someone who always started projects and didn't finish. Mm-hmm. And I'm still sort of working toward that now and it's funny because I feel like I'm only working towards it now because I quit my job and I'm working for myself mm-hmm. full time. So it's like you have to finish these projects, yes. you know? Yes. And I I honestly think that if I was still at my full time job today, I don't mm-hmm. know that I would be so far or closer to that big picture that I, Mm -hmm. that I've visualized for myself if I was still working full time. Exactly. And for you, I know that you were working a while back, Mm -hmm. but you've always pretty much had your
1: business. How long, how old is your business now? I started my business in April and I quit my job in July. Yeah. And I, I was only at my job for like until for about six months from January to July ish. Wow. That is crazy. I
0: really assume just by looking at your following your website, I really thought that it was literally maybe like two, three years. That's beautiful.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, I have found that when you jump, the universe jumps with you. And when you fully take that leap of faith, everything shifts around you to make way for your dreams. And that is what happens for me, at least when I'm in alignment. And that has also come with <laughs> humbling myself and recognizing that I'm allowed to have help and I don't have it all figured out. And so working with coaches, working with mentors has been really, really powerful for me because I'm the type that I want to get everything done on my, myself. i want to do it my own way, figure it out. I want to reinvent the wheel, but I don't have to do all that. I don't like the, the phrase that came to me a while back in meditation was that I can spend my time making the bread, using all the ingredients to make the bread, or I can spend my time trying to become the yeast. I can use the gifts that have been given to me. I don't have to become the yeast. I don't have to become every single working piece. I can just focus on the bigger picture. And I, me trying to be in control, having these issues with control, that was a very strong message for me to let go of that and allow the universe, allow myself to co-create with the universe, not force things into reality.
0: Absolutely you mentioned control. I mm-hmm. am definitely one who is very, very controlling and I'm trying to be more flexible these days now with owning my own business and asking for help. I, mm-hmm. I definitely have some, some, I don't want to call them issues, but I think that I just prefer to do things myself because mm-hmm. I know how I want them done. Yes. So, <laughs> so where do you think that stems from for you, for me, I think that it stems from being a middle child mm. and sort of having, I, I feel like I've always been very independent so that if I want it, I'm going to do it myself and exactly. you know, and it's going to get done and it's going to get done well. You know, that's how it's always been for me. Yeah. And I think that it's been that way since childhood. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering for you, was it pretty much the same for you or did this come like now that you own your own business, you want it your way, period.
1: <laughs> no, it's been pretty much my whole life. I am the eldest of six. So, and also the like the the first daughter. So, I've always been like the mother figure, the maternal, the big sister taking care of everyone and uh, just like but I also was a bit ostracized from my family as well. I was like the golden child, but more so just because I didn't ask like I didn't ask for anything. And so, this also solidified um the idea that I was a burden because I didn't ask for anything and I was praised for it. And so I just kind of ostracized myself from my family. So I, every, if I wanted anything, I would do it myself. Because I didn't want to put the weight on other people. Mm-hmm. And so now it's like with my business, I found myself just wanting to do everything because I couldn't rely on others. Or I didn't want to ask for help from others. Um, and so letting go of that, letting go of that trauma-based rethinking was very, very powerful for me. And I'm still navigating that, of course, just because mm-hmm. it's a constant journey. But having the awareness for that is really what shifted my my aspect my perspective my goodness my perspective on how I'm moving through life and my business Mm. so
0: talk to me a little bit more about your business I still can't believe that it's (laughs) it's only been April honestly I'm like what I really can't believe it I was just on your website and I'm like wow this is so (laughs) she does such an amazing job like oh my god and it's only been a few months wow yeah. so how did that how did your business come to be
1: <laughs> so my business started just with jewelry and i Jewelry started out as just a very constructive coping mechanism for me, just when I would get anxious, having something to do with my hands and just like have to focus and have the patience for it was was really, really powerful for me. And I started making jewelry and people started responding like, whoa, this is really, really beautiful. I really like this. And I was like, whoa, what? Okay, that's, that's crazy. And I just, it surprised me the, the response that I received. And so I started out just with the Depop and selling jewelry on there. And then for people were really really liking it people, like I initially just started by making pieces like very unique pieces and selling them and then people were asking for repeats of things that I had made and I was like oh I did not know this was something that people really wanted and so I then made a website and it was it was super fun super easy and people like it just started like picking up and um it gained traction it's just gotten bigger and bigger and then so I just recently like recreated my whole website myself and made it more official giving putting all my offerings on there with the readings I've been doing I have been doing intuitive readings tarot readings for about three years now as well just never through Instagram just through other social media platforms like Tumblr for example and so Mm integrating this part of like my full identity and saying no this is who I am this is what I do and I'm not going to be afraid of what people think was also really really big Mm -hmm. and letting go of the fear and the shame of fully embodying all that I am and all of my gifts even if they're a bit taboo
0: Mm -hmm. oh that's so important I was just talking to a friend about claiming all of the parts of myself without apology Mm -hmm. and knowing and realizing that all of the parts of myself don't have to be limited because it doesn't fit into a specific brand mm. aesthetic or a specific little Instagram tag or nook or, you know, whatever the case may Absolutely. be. So I'm I'm navigating that now. And it's truly been a very interesting experience and journey for me because I think that parts of my identity have been very uh what's the word I'm looking for very just kind of closed off and shut off because I was afraid of what other people would think of me so now as I'm navigating that I'm finding that there's a bit of anger and frustration within myself because it's like why did you give them power Mm -hmm. you know does that make sense why like why are you giving these people power Mm -hmm. over your identity. Now you're, you're having trouble reclaiming all of these parts of yourself. Mm
1: -hmm. And so
0: it's just been a very interesting journey for me. And for you to be 18, sorry to continue bringing up your age, but it's so beautiful. (laughs) You to be at your age and having that awareness Mm -hmm. is truly like a unicorn. Like it's, (laughs) (laughs) it's not something that and people say that about me often. They're like, "You're just you're so much mature for your age." And I'm just like, "Honestly, I am I am just following spirit and what my heart truly really desires and that's that's my journey and that's my walk, you know?" Hey there, I'm just checking in to remind you to rate us and leave us a review. We would greatly appreciate it.
1: I hope you enjoy the
0: rest of the episode. Let's talk about shadow work. Because yes. I feel like a lot of people, always have questions about shadow work. What is it? What what does it look like? What does it feel like? How do I start the process of shadow work? <laughs> How would you explain it in your own words? Shadow
1: work is the process of working with and through the traumas and hurts you have accumulated through throughout your childhood. And so we tend to move through the world acting from narratives and conditioning that we picked up that have been instilled within us and. We learn that we have to just merely survive and not thrive. And so shadow work gives you the tools and the language and the space to heal through those things and meet that shadow self, the parts of yourself that we have sought to repress and conceal and push away to meet that part of yourself, the ugly parts with love and let go of the shame, and the guilt that surrounds that. That is the power of shadow work. And I find that within the spiritual community, it's a bit taboo. It doesn't really fit the love and light narrative but it is so important. And I know for me, I'm so vocal about it because I know with my personality, I'm a very bubbly person. It can come off as if I'm all love and light, but no, there, the awareness is there. Shadow work is the basis of my practice and of my craft because I, I my emotions, I don't have the luxury of being able to ignore them. They're all, they're all over all <laughs> the place all the time. And I am not doing anyone any favors by pretending they don't exist. I'm a very emotional person. That's where my passion comes from. And so having the tools to navigate that in a healthy way is so, so, so crucial to everyone's practice. Mm-hmm. That was beautifully
0: said, beautifully put. Um, I know for me, shadow work was something that I was a bit scared mm-hmm. to dive into and I think it's because, like you mentioned, within the spiritual community, sometimes there's, and I think I mentioned this in my last episode, there's this sort of toxic positivity <laughs> and optimism. Like everything is is rainbows and golden and sunshine, you know, come to this side <laughs> and and come within this spiritual community, tap in and all of this. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, this journey is very, very beautiful. And you are able to be more aware and, and journey through life with better awareness but there's all with that awareness comes darkness essentially Mm -hmm. and shadows and you know having to navigate um some things that you really really may not want to so for Mm -hmm. someone who is sort of maybe timid or afraid or still unsure about shadow work and um how to begin that process, what sort of advice would you give to them?
1: So first I would say to meet yourself with love and patience truly because these are parts of ourselves and though we may deem them as ugly or just parts that we don't wanna face. We developed these coping mechanisms, these habits, these cycles out of the need to survive. We did what we could with the tools that we had. And so letting go of the shame that surrounds all that we did like, because we are always trying our best. We are always doing the very best we can with the energy, the tools, the resources that we have. And so allowing ourselves to meet our, to meet our inner child, for one, the younger version of ourselves with this compassion and saying, I am sorry that those around you failed you, but it is not your fault and we are safe now. We can heal now and we don't have to continue living in fear. And it is very scary. It is very daunting at times because how do you even begin to navigate this beast that trauma is sometimes? Where do you even begin? But It is so powerful and the awareness, the love, the peace that comes with it is unmatched. And you're not going to find that through surface level healing or surface level toxic positivity. Mm -hmm. It is the the basis of just recognizing the weeds so you can pull the root and plant new seeds. That's the power of shadow work. Mm
0: -hmm. How has your self-love journey sort of helped you dive deeper into community? Because I, I think that it goes hand in hand when we heal ourselves, we heal those mm-hmm. that surround us. Yes. So, How has that sort of helped you dive deeper into community and find community?
1: Mm-hmm. So my self-love journey has really was really based in a lot of internalized racism for one, just mm-hmm. with my skin tone, with my hair, with all that I am. And the, the fear of being too loud, being too mm-hmm. much, being all of these things. I really had to sit with myself and dismantle and dissect all of it. And really that, that ugly beast of shadow work and really say like, okay, who am I? Where does this come from? And why do I feel like I'm not enough no matter what I do? Like, what is this? And so... For a while, I like I forced myself to stop wearing makeup for one, just so I could get used to my natural face and stop mm-hmm. trying to hide behind this facade. And then I stopped straightening my hair, I stopped putting heat on my hair and allowed my curls and allowed myself to really get to know myself because I hadn't seen my own natural hair in years and years and years, at least not like thriving or flourishing that in any way. Mm-hmm. And so really dedicating and committing to myself and saying like, no, I'm going to honor all that I am now because I am worthy of it. And I didn't even really make that connection at the time. I just felt this push, like I need to do this now. I need some sort of change and I need this now. And now I can look back and say that I really came so much deeper into myself when I gave myself to to thrive in my most natural state, getting comfortable with my body, getting comfortable with my skin, really allowing myself to fully just come into into my embodiment, into my spirit. And so that... That awareness and that authenticity now just flows through my platform, through, flows through the ways that I express myself because I'm no longer afraid of myself. I was so afraid of all that I was being, like, I have a very large personality. I'm a very giggly, ugly person. That's not for everyone. And that's not my fault. I am a, high, just because I may be high maintenance, that just, that doesn't mean anything. It just means those around me that are low effort don't resonate with me. Not my fault. (laughs) I can be all that I am and not be afraid of that. I don't have to be afraid of my hair, of my body, of the reactions that are out of my hands. I can be this and then I can share that message with other people, with other girls, with my community. And I'm going to attract the right people that see me for all that I am because I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. Community comes when we are in our, at least, authentic community comes when we are in our authenticity. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes, you attract that which you are. Mm You attract that which you are, which is how we found each other. Of course,
1: (laughs) yes. And this is powerful right here. Yeah, Your external world will match your inner world. That is what Mm -hmm. I have found. And when you do the work, when you sit with yourself, you do the ugly, shadow, scary work. (laughs) And you're saying, okay, I'm ready to commit to myself. I am ready to sit with myself no matter what. I'm going to love myself through it all. That's when everything shifts. That's when everything changes because you recognize that you have forsaken your boundaries in so many ways and that you the, your standards have been so low. And once you mm-hmm. set those higher standards and you set those better boundaries, everything shifts because people recognize they can't treat you this way anymore or that you're not going to settle for that anymore. Yep. And you're worthy of not settling for that anymore. It's like, whoa, I deserve love. <laughs> I okay. can be loved and right. all that I am. <laughs> no one I'll told me that. Love. Right, I deserve healthy,
0: authentic love, and I can give that love to myself. I don't Mm. need to seek it outside of what? What? Wait, what's that? (laughs) I know who. Why didn't they teach me this in school? Oh, I Mm -hmm. I know why. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yes. Hmm. For me, right now, my self love journey and community, I'm finding different parts. Of myself are being unraveled Mm. within this community space within this podcast within you know this the instagram follow followers and following that i have it's i'm really seeing a new version of myself that i i I think that i was afraid of tapping into Mm -hmm. but now that i have this community surrounding me and uplifting me and i see your growth and you know everyone's growth it's like wow This is so beautiful because like you said, you attract what you are. So when you are aligned, when you see someone, you know, growing and shifting and transforming, is your desire to do the same or is it envy and jealousy, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, what are you, what are you focused on and when you allow that those feelings to steer toward just being wanting to transform wanting to also align with whatever they have and wanting to attract all of the things the same mm-hmm. way that, the same way that they are it's like okay i can unravel this new version of myself and mm-hmm. learn to love this version of myself now because i'm seeing that my community and those that i'm surrounding myself with are also doing the same
1: yes so yes it's,
0: it's beautiful it's so beautiful i want to ask you to share a self-love affirmation that you are truly resonating with these days. Mm. Um, it can be, you know, short, it can be long, whatever you feel caught to share with our community today.
1: The first thing that came to me was I am worthy of being all that I am in full. I do not have to be afraid of my power, passion, and purpose. I can embody it all.
0: Hmm. Definitely put that on a sticky note, write it down, (laughs) place it somewhere where you can see it every single day, because that Mm -hmm. affirmation is definitely one that we need
1: to say out loud and see
0: as often as possible.
1: Yeah, it is when we let go of the fear that surrounds our authenticity, that we're able to really tap into that love and find our our inner peace. Because like I said, these gifts are already within us. This love, this awareness, this abundance, it's already there and uh, you'll you'll, you notice as you just start growing into this this embodiment you're like whoa where did that come from Mm -hmm. who is that who am Mm -hmm. i whoa
0: (laughs) i feel like wait is it happening did it did that i had all of this within me all this time (laughs) yes love abundance joy happiness it is our birthright it is why we Mm -hmm. are here within this physical experience Mm -hmm. it's not something that you know is should be so taboo or seem so far away or seem limited you know if someone else has joy and abundance and wealth we often feel like we can't have it and it's it's limitless Mm -hmm. it's available to everyone all the time Mm -hmm. so yeah just just attract it call it in call it in affirm it as yours embody it (laughs) embody it yes yes and so it will be and so it already is Where can everyone find your work, your shadow work ebook, which I am probably going to have to (laughs) myself.
1: (laughs) Your offerings, please let us know. Gotcha. My website is Jasmine Mariposa, dot com, (laughs) And all of my stuff is there. It is organized. You can find all of my offerings from tarot readings, energy readings, to jewelry and other physical creations, as well as my ebook and other online offerings. Like I am offering a one-to-one program for girls and young women to work with me to help deepen their spiritual practice and really connect with themselves and tap into their power purpose and path because it's just so powerful um that is what i'm currently offering i'm very excited about that (laughs) how are the
0: one-on-one sessions going because you started maybe a few months ago yeah
1: yeah i started that actually just six weeks ago um that was like the first i know time just moves so fast it doesn't even make any sense (laughs) Um, I have because um, the way that I have a platform through Instagram and through Tumblr as well I've always been really giving spiritual guidance and advice so I just figured I would make it like an actual offering because it also brings me so much joy to connect with girls on that level and like hear them talk about their paths and say they and just give me just Thanking me for the, the the gifts that they've been able to tap into. That just lights me up. Cause I know these gifts are already within them. It's just a matter of finding the keys to access and activate them. So having that ability to give people this awareness just makes me so, so happy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I just finished my first six-week um session with I was working with two groups at the time, and it was just so beautiful. I was doing one-on-one calls and doing readings to them and providing resources along the way. And the way that the girls I worked with would just light up on the calls and say that they always felt immediately better afterwards just Mm -hmm. lights my soul on fire makes me so so happy so euphoric so you giddy so pardon so euphoric and so giddy (laughs) just so excited to exist within this space and be able to fully embody all that I am without fear and it did it did come with a lot of fear just like really the imposter syndrome saying like okay who do I think I am Right. Ooh, like what gave me the right to do this? Like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. just with having my own business and moving and like, whoa, who do I think I am giving yeah. this, this information? But knowing that I am aligned with spirit and I'm aligned with love and there is no ulterior motive behind it. I'm not trying to get over on people. I'm okay. (laughs) I'm doing my best. And I recognize that opportunities wouldn't flow if I was out of alignment. The universe doesn't work that way. And things would be blowing up in my face if I was coming with the wrong energy. So I can trust in myself, trust in my power, trust in all that I am, and allow everything else to flow. It's okay.
0: (sighs) I needed that message. You have no idea. I'm getting a little teary-eyed because geez, I needed to hear that today. You have no Don't cry. You have no. No. (laughs) I have (laughs) that imposter syndrome. Is oh okay. Let me get it together because I'm not trying to cry. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I'm honored to
1: share that message with you.
0: That imposter syndrome is real. It really Mm. is. It really is. I had to affirm myself a few times Mm -hmm. before. I launched my website. Jesus, patience. Okay. Just take a minute. Okay. You are a light. (laughs) I swear that came right on time because I I really had to affirm myself and just Mm -hmm. say I am
1: not an imposter.
0: Mm-hmm. I've worked hard to get to where I am.
1: Yes. You know, yeah. and I deserve to be. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That is what's, that's where my power has, and my, my full embodiment has come from saying, I am worthy of this. Mm-hmm. I am deserving of this. And I'm allowed to be all that I am. And anything that does not resonate can fall away. I don't want it anymore. I am allowed to be all that I am. And this is my power. This is my gift. And it wouldn't, it's meant for me it's meant this is is mine (laughs) and I can have it it is mine yes it is
0: mine mine. I am worthy of having it Mm -hmm. it it was planted in my heart for exactly I am meant to fulfill it I'm walking in my purpose I'm walking in my path I'm finally aligned that's all that matters Mm -hmm. truly oh that was beautiful. Mm. <laughs> I really, really needed that. You have no idea who that so, so who do I think I am? That, that is <laughs> I probably said that to myself, like, who do I think I am? like people yeah, really, you know, who's actually going to listen to me? And it's like, no, you've been doing the work. Mm-hmm. you've been doing the work constantly, mm-hmm. so you've been given this gift, mm-hmm. and it, it's someone, even if it's just one person. Mm. So, Yes. Even if it's just one person whose life you are going to drastically transform, that is enough. If you enjoy this episode, please be sure to share it with a family member, a friend, and even a stranger. Because you never know whose life it might change. I really look forward to meeting you back here next week for another intimate conversation just like this one. But until then, peace, love, and light to you.